and welcome to Octet, a podcast about sound in video games. I'm Noel. I am Nathan. Today we are talking about Cocoon. Want to give us an overview on Cocoon? Yeah, Cocoon, not the old movie Cocoon, but the new video game cocoon yeah, right right for 2023 um, yeah because this is a video game podcast yeah so cocoon is a 2023 atmospheric puzzle game is the genre i would use to describe it um kind of in the vein of like a limbo or a um i don't know inside two games that were created by people um who went on to make this one. So it's developed by Geometric Interactive uh, and published by Annapurna, who it's very much like an Annapurna, like wheelhouse kind of game. One of those kind of like thinker, kind of weirder. What else um, is Annapurna published? Um, Outer Wilds is probably one of the more notable ones. Excellent, excellent game. I would like to talk They've... about it at some point because it's so, so good. Yes, I would actually really... Um, I would like to do that at some point. Let me mm -hmm. look up a quick list of Annapurna games. No, no, take your time. Um, they did oh, Cocoon. Um, they did Stray, the cat game oh, the everyone cat really game. liked. Yeah, yeah. Um, Solar Ash, which was like the um, like Hyper Light Drifter follow-up, Pathless, um, Kentucky Route Zero, like the TV version, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Outer mm -hmm. Wilds. I think they apparently published Journey at some point, but I think that came up before they were a thing. I don't know exactly all the some, details. Some but complicated business shenanigans there. Yeah. yeah. But they're kind of known for like kind of cool like story or like just immersive games, I guess. Um, yeah. Developed generally. by small independent studios usually and then published yes. by them. Yep. And that's pretty much what Cocoon is. So um, Geometric Interactive um is a studio that was formed by a couple former Playdead employees. Playdead are the people who made Inside and Limbo, mm -hmm. most notably. Um, and two, those two people were Yeppe Carlson, I'm bad at, I, I'm bad at <laughs> pronouncing names, um, and Jacob Schmidt, who were um, gameplay designers and like audio um, and compose, like audio, comp like audio direction and composition um, people. Oh, cool. From, they both were, or one was one and one was the other? Uh, so, Yeppe mm -hmm. is the gameplay uh, designer, Got and it. Jacob Schmid was... Um, I don't know if he was the sole composer for Inside. I don't think he was. I know he was involved. I think he was involved in that one. And now he is the uh, credited as the audio direction and music for Cocoon. So cool. he is the, the main one there. Um, and, uh, yeah, it is a puzzle game. I would say overall, you're kind of exploring locations, interacting with the environment. It reminded me a lot of like Limbo in that way, where you're 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 walking around, um, you're kind of discovering sort of like mechanics and things in the environment organically and how they work, um, just mm -hmm. kind of by trial and error, and then using that to like solve various puzzles and progress in this very like sci-fi kind of weird world um mildly unsettling at times and mostly just kind of cool um anything you would add to my description of cocoon no i mean i think that's that's good i've got a, a bunch of stuff i want to talk about but i think you you've set the stage nicely um cool. yeah were you what like looking you forward cocoon? were you looking forward to this game kind of was it like on your radar or did it did it kind of sneak up on you i had seen a trailer for it a while ago and i remember thinking oh that looks really cool um 
And then I completely forgot about it until it came out like a few days ago. <laughs> Nice. And then I was seeing buzz about it. People saying, oh, this is an amazing puzzle game. Everyone should go play this game. And I was like, oh, right. Cocoon came out and it was on Game Pass. So I just downloaded it and started playing it. And then, yeah, um, it's it's pretty good. Nice. Yeah, I agree. The, the I think you're, you're I mean, it's it's definitely somewhat of a successor to uh, Limbo and inside. But it does it. It feels different as well. Like it's. Those two games feel more similar than this does to either of them. It's more similar to each other than this does to either of them, I would say. Um, just in like form and how it plays. This is kind of like top-down. Um, it just feels a little bit different. Um, this, like the game, the gameplay, the way the puzzles kind of present themselves to the player and then how the player interacts with them reminds me more of something like a little bit more... Um, gimmick's the wrong word but there's like a kind of a specific thing the player has to figure out that's like the novelty that is the cool way that they interact with this world um and the like games like fez and stuff i feel kind of have the same thing and this this reminds me more of a game like that where it's like whoa like i see i like see in this kind of other uh like dimension now like there's other way i have to think about this thing kind of laterally to solve a lot of these puzzles and that is kind of the thing that makes it cool for me versus where I feel like inside was more about the the feeling it evoked and less about the puzzles but the puzzles were so cool but they were kind of a means to an end it felt whereas this game like the, some of the puzzles are like oh neat yeah <laughs> yeah it definitely takes like the glimbo and inside both I feel like had a pretty generally straightforward gameplay aspect it still did cool things with like the way you but I think like trial and error your way through like situations and everything. But at the core, they were like platformers, right? For the yeah, most part. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, so this one is not really a platformer, um, but right. There is still that the, the, the puzzle element is a lot more in depth this time around, a lot more kind of like a brain like twister, like its way. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely like um, more like innovative. It's yeah. like doing something kind of like you wouldn't like you don't you haven't seen before. So that's already cool. And then it also layers on top like the atmospheric side that I thought they excelled at with like Limbo and Inside really well. Oh, so. for sure. Yeah, games like like Fez and Portal. Yeah, and Fez o- is a good Obra Dinn. They kind of all have that like that thing where it's like oh, like Obra Dinn's maybe not a good, great like Antichamber. Do you ever play Antichamber? I did. Yeah, it's kind of kind of like yeah. that where it's just like. Ah, I see the I see the way that this is presenting itself. Developers, cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, you keep talking about the atmosphere. What is an atmospheric game? What game isn't atmospheric? I feel like that's such well, a kind of a cop out. Uh, yeah, you know, but like, there's there are puzzle games that I feel like are more emph- like it's just like meant to be like this is a puzzle game, and it's not really meant to like like immerse you in the world. Whereas this yeah. game very much is like trying to like evoke a vibe more totally. so. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good like even antechamber isn't like it has a cool like aesthetic i guess but i don't know if i would call it like super atmospheric yeah would you like fez would you say fez is atmospheric because it's got a it's distinct for sure it's kind of weird it is distinct and weird um i'd say that game has an atmosphere like the sound design in that game and just the visuals and everything i guess puzzle games that tend to like feel less atmospheric to me or usually just more clinical in nature or just feel more kind of get to the point. I would say, I think The Witness does a lot of cool things with its uh, environment, yeah, but I would yeah, say yeah. The Witness isn't a very atmospheric game. It's very much kind of focused on the puzzle. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, at um, least in the in the first half. 
Yes, it, it gets, gets it gets, gets weirder. weirder. <laughs> I think like Portal is kind of the same way. Like Portal is kind of like first Portal is pretty clinical. Yeah, but it gets it gets a little bit kind of like I don't know. I would say it gets a little more atmospheric when you kind of start to see it. But yeah, there's a lot of like humor and stuff baked into Portal. Like it's kind of winking at the player a lot. Whereas these, this is not. This is very like you're supposed to kind of buy into the into the world. Yeah, and I guess there, yeah, there's very there's different types of like atmosphere and immersion that I guess these puzzle games go for as well, right? They can just yeah. be like funny or slapstick or creepy or you know horrifying or just like weird. <laughs> and I'm trying to think like where this game lands on that spectrum, like where like what like a good comparison point yeah. would be for it. it's like general aesthetic. And it's I almost when it's I say tricky. like. Yeah. It's it's a weird combo of like I don't know like hyper light I don't know oh, okay. I, don't, I was gonna say for light drifter but I don't know that's more just like the score um, it's I don't know I I, I want to like describe the setting of this game but it's kind of hard to even do that accurately yeah what would you how would you describe like uh, this game's vibe um it's yeah it's that's what I was like it's difficult to describe because it's so it. We could, I think we could see here we could explain kind of the like you know environments and how they look and feel and stuff. But I don't think that's going to totally do it justice because there's this kind of um, yeah there's like an uneasiness in everything that is kind of there. But it's everything is like very pretty and well presented. But it's not that same kind of uneasiness like in other games like I don't know like um, Portal or Antichamber where like you're kind of seeing through this cracks and like oh there's something more sinister going on here this feels like it's very upfront about what's going on but it's just kind of more of a like childlike kind of fear of this world and like trepidation um the way the way that like some of the going into some of the boss battles and stuff feel it kind of almost reminds me of um like something in like a Dark Souls game or like you know Elden Ring or something where it's kind of like this is kind of intimidating the first time this boss is kind of emerging and, and coming out. And they're not, it's not nearly as difficult, the, these quote unquote bosses, but there's kind of just this, you know, slight uh, fear of the world they, they instill in you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a good way of putting it. It's like generally, it's got a very like contemplative, like kind of, chill vibe it go it has up and down like the uh, like some of those like encounters and things are a little more tense but generally i feel like it's kind of like you're exploring these sort of like alien worlds in different ways um and just kind of like you know they all have different things going on the first one is kind of like a desert Mm -hmm. um eventually you get to kind of like a like a more like aquatic one and it goes other places after that but they all kind of have their own like little sonic like and just visual profile going on it's all very like heavily stylized and almost cartoony kind of like a little it's very like bright um everything's very vivid it's very colorful um like yeah visually loud uh yeah and there's some really good sound effects in there i guess do you have any specific examples of that just like kind of environmental sound that you wanted to share probably should talk about sound considering that that is what we are here for Mm -hmm. let's see what i have here um So again, this is just kind of like running around normal environmental world interaction. 
nothing in particular that incredible by itself, but it does like paint a pretty nice tapestry, I would say, uh, when all combined. One thing that I, I, I really like about this is the balancing work they're doing here is really good. Uh, I think a lot of games don't do this, especially this is a good contrast to Cyberpunk like we talked about last or a couple weeks ago where everything is loud all the time this game is not like that like if you listen if you like listen closely here the footsteps are so quiet they're so faint they're almost inaudible but they're there and like when you go on certain textures you hear more and they kind of notice them for a minute but then you go back onto like dirt or something and they're quiet um and like the way it's mixed the music overpowers a lot of that stuff a lot of the time um but not in a bad way like it all feels very good um, and yeah, there's just a lot of these like swelling synthesizers that are just kind of like nothing. And then like this big chord just kind of builds and swells out of nowhere and then goes back down. And there's like, you know, a little like stereo chimey, like digital chimes kind of going off all over. Um, yeah. So the, the, the score all feels pretty synthetic, but like the, I guess yeah, the world also is very... All of the life in the world is also synthetic. Maybe is a good thing to call out here. At least everything I've encountered. I'm not crazy far into the game, and this isn't really a big spoiler, but, like, everything is kind of these little, like, robotic insect creatures. Like, everything looks a little bit, you know, non-human. So I think that this this kind of soundscape works pretty well. Um, but yeah, I've been enjoying it a lot. It's very, it's yeah, it, it immerses very effectively. Like it's just yeah, yeah. the way it, the way it, like you you mentioned this, but the way it transitions seamlessly between like crazy noticeable like synth music swells and things, and then kind of just backs off, and you just hear your little characters like footsteps like pattering over things, mm-hmm. and you're solving puzzles that are maybe making like light noises, and everything has a very pretty noticeable sound effect. Like every type of thing you're interacting with makes like its own its own sounds, and it all. Yeah, it all ties together very well. And I, I looked and I couldn't find like an actual like score for this released yeah. anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't really surprise me. I mean, maybe it will have one eventually, but it feels like that could also be difficult because so much of the music just kind of seems to be this dynamic sort of like, oh, you happen to be walking through here now we're going to swell this and then kind of break it back out. And um, I actually have a couple clips here where I was in this like one puzzle um, for a little bit and there's this kind of like synth like stab that's playing as you're wandering around it and like there's like a filter that like happens on this that like changes like and I stood there for a while I like solved this puzzle <laughs> and I was still like hanging around there and it like was still like changing oh cool um, as I was just like hanging around and then I left and I never heard it again but I was like this is kind of crazy yeah so let me see yeah, there's a lot can... of those that it'll like fires off once when you walk into an area and recording audio for this episode was hard in that regard because like i'd walk into something it would it would do some cool audio thing and then i couldn't get it to do the audio cue again because it's like oh this is a one-time thing when you walk through this door um yeah but there's a lot of those kind of like you walk up to the big scary area like that trepidation that i was talking about before i think these like all of a sudden the tones shift and you get these like more minor chords they feel more dissonant with the rest of the soundscape you've been hearing and it kind of you know makes you a little bit uneasy it's uh it's nice yeah let me see if i can show you those like synths quick so you hear the kind of synth arpeggiating in the no, background sure. which also might be random Ooh. That's a fun question. I couldn't tell. Okay, so you hear that's kind of like 
it's like filtered out kind of yeah. echoey in the it's kind of kind of yeah kind of gritty okay here's that same area like ebbing in and out yeah 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 i was doing yeah but it's not um, just volume there's like the effects chains is definitely there's some there's some other stuff being modulated on there too yeah yeah cool. and there's a lot of just cool kind of little moments and things like that i feel like peppered all throughout the game and yeah it's really cool but like you were saying it's hard to find specific clips to show off some of that like i tried to just record you know oh that was cool we record the last 30 seconds of something neat that happened but it's hard to like i wish i could like play like a soundtrack of this but there isn't really anything i could find like released anywhere yet yeah yeah there's a lot of those again just like stuff that is definitely meant to evoke a mood but it doesn't it doesn't feel super um, like musical in the conventional sense a lot of the time it's not like you walk into this zone and this piece starts playing it's like you get these um, you know kind of little bits that are you know making noise at you every so often I think if we um, like talking back to the most recent uh, Zelda game like it it had a lot of that and it's open world like between stuff right like there's just like there's all of these things and it kind of puts them together in random ways as you wander around until you hit a certain checkpoint or something and then it's like okay fade all those out and we'll do like the cue that has kind of shifted this into a happy thing or a creepy thing or whatever uh, and elicits some emotion um but yeah, again, it's not, it's not, it doesn't, it's not like overwhelming at all. The balance is very good. It's uh, sound is, I think, definitely supposed to be pretty prominent here all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It was telling to me when I looked up that their studio was founded by like, you know, and, and like the, the two people were on this game, like the gameplay designer and then like an audio director were like the two kind of main people. I'm like, oh, that tracks just with how those, those are the two things I would say. I mean, the visuals are like really cool and I like them a lot, but there's two things that are standing out to me. It's the gameplay and the audio the most probably. And it's just cool to, uh, to see that be such like a focus. Like it's cool when a game, you know, is doing neat things with sound like that, right? Like giving you peaks and valleys and kind of, you know, playing with dynamic sounds or maybe random sounds with crazy synth arpeggios. Who knows? Yeah, no, for sure. Did you have any other like specific environmental sounds that you were? I had one um, encounter. Oh, cool. That I was going to show that I thought did other cool dynamic things um, just with like a good combination of like cool sound effects happening and also like music like style differences compared to what I showed oh, before. Oh, nice, nice, yeah. I don't know if you've reached, you might not have reached this um, section yet. And I'm intentionally trying to be very vague as we're talking about this game. It's not very long, and I feel like some of the joy in it is just, you know, what you happen to, like, just discovering some of this on your own. Yeah. I think so I'm not going to say too much of what's happening in this clip, yeah, but um, this is an encounter you have, um, yeah. like, a, I'd say it an hour or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in the water area that I mentioned before. Yeah. Um, so you'll hear like some of that, but then also like listen just to like some of the music that's happening um, and um, some of like, the shifts in the sound effects. That's so good. That's so alien sounding, yeah. <laughs> way like the the sound effects and the entire like all of everything changes 
when the like entity you are encountering here is like changing yeah yeah so like when and how that syncs up is so good for people yeah for people (laughs) uh, for everyone because no one can see like the 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 boss kind of has two modes and in one of the modes that like there's that um the kind of low pass filter effect that we hear going on everything gets kind of reverby and we can only hear the low warblings um yeah that's like when he's in his kind of ghost water form and then he when he becomes solid like it brings all those mids and highs back in um because more tangible he's real he's there more tangible so yeah yeah. but i think the the clever bit there (laughs) is that it starts with him in that mode and you get that like it kind of this the track comes in beneath that filter and it just like feels very weird and foreign because i think if it if it didn't work that way if you like if it were solid first and we had the full kind of dynamic uh, range there the whole the whole frequency range rather the whole soundscape it wouldn't feel as weird when that happens but because it's like coming in you're kind of it just feels slightly more alien and funky uh, and then as yeah. it fades in it's just like ooh, okay yeah yeah there are a lot of cool like just very weird alien sound effects throughout this game not even in, in those boss encounters or just environmentally you'll be hearing things or seeing things and like Whenever you hear like something that's clearly meant to be alien, I'm always wondering like how you create the sound like that. It's fascinating to me. Yeah, um, yeah. they do a good job. It's suitably like what is that? <laughs> like, what is... Yeah, um, it, it it's yeah. almost it's playing it like a much more like light form of I'm forgetting the the person's name Geiger Geiger esque like the alien thing where it's like kind of synthetic like very foreign but very organic still. Um, so like it looks very lifelike, but it is just weird. But it's not nearly as like dark, and there's not all this like weird, you know, like sexual overtone stuff going on. It's just like yeah. it just kind of has that same like, oh, this is a little bit, a little bit unsettling and kind of. Cocoon is the sexiest game of the right. year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, yeah. it's yeah. pretty, pretty chill. Yeah, no, it's it's very approachable. <laughs> I feel like yeah, you could. This is a good like you know, play on the couch, chill with people. It's like yeah. very very cool. Though I did, I will say, um, I threw on some headphones after having on my speakers for a while, and like I threw on like yeah, like my headset with my Xbox, and I was like, ooh, I can hear like, the footsteps. Yeah, that's everything. what I. Yeah, it's there was something very cool about like getting the kind of more intimate. Uh, um, I think going with the, with the headset on and hearing everything. So, um, yeah, I'd recommend if you if you got a good set of cans. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, one could have a discussion about, like, you know, because I, I could hardly hear it on my TV speakers, the same thing, like, I could tell I was missing a lot, and I, I don't, I'm just using, like, little, not very, um, not very dynamic built-ins on my TV, but yeah, then I switched to headphones, I was like, oh, man, there's, there's a lot going on here, but again, it's, like, su- very subtly mixed, so it's kind of, it's back to the, like, you know, the, the, the age-old sound design debate it's like how much should we compress this how loud do the louds have to be all that stuff especially i don't think this game has like setting some games do that thing where it's like what are you playing on and you can kind of pick and i think that's what those those options are typically doing under the hood is just kind of setting a compression level making everything normalized volume but i don't think this game has one of those yeah yeah do you have any more clips anything else you want to talk Uh, about or show off for cocoon I don't think so. I've got the I've got one we can use. This like this is the intro probably. Um I guess there was we can choose to use this or not, but it's just kind of uh the like some of the 
some like we've talked about it a little bit but i don't think we've had any good examples of the like the environment is very like um evocative from an audio perspective it's like when you interact with things it's like usually pretty loud um and there's like this this puzzle where you kind of run over run over things and they make a sound to confirm that like you've hit them um mm-hmm. it's kind of it's very plunky and nice so. Those sequences give me like very uh, close encounters vibes. <laughs> just like yeah, this is what it feels yeah. like. It feels like I'm playing the melody to evoke the aliens. Um, yeah. yeah, it's really cool how yeah you you'll you know hit hit like a one of those pieces and then you'll hear kind of the pluck and then you'll hear the really really high like resonant you know synth fade in and then it's even like in the background like outside of that it's kind of like mingling with the other sounds or all kind of like feels like they're like echoing up there for a sec and then yeah yeah there's a there's That's a cool. lot of that like as as you run around and go in between areas just that like the din is very loud in almost every area just like there's low rumble or like this kind of high little frequencies are just like sitting there like running all the time it's like a synth or there's like some machinery sound or something um i just noted in my recordings i would look and it's like yeah man this thing's just active all the time even when there's like nothing happening the waveform is always dancing there's just like so much ambience all the time um yeah it just kind of contributes to that environmental building it's a cool yeah it's a cool experience i think like i i think that games that have a heavy emphasis on you know the sound and the visual like the the immersion atmospheric we talked about this a lot already but you know if this game didn't have that and it was just a puzzle game kind of with this interesting central mechanic um which you know i think we've intentionally not been talking too much about it's probably the coolest thing mm-hmm. um it'd be like a neat puzzle game but maybe like wouldn't be one that like stuck in your brain for super long after but i think like a lot of the best puzzle games or the most memorable ones are ones that maybe do something like that but then also have something else that just make you really like remember it like portal has like the humor and the cake and all of the like hilarious things that go on in it and you know um like fez yeah, right, right, just right has the crazy synthy soundscape and just cartoonish art style then it all gets flipped on its head and i don't know like yeah i feel like the best ones of these games are ones that you know have that kind of extra layer of something else on top of just the cool puzzle and that's kind of what like brings them into the upper echelon of like the best ones of those personally for me yeah no absolutely you agree yeah i was uh I, i think i absolutely do when i'm thinking about games to recommend to people it's like i'm trying to recommend an experience to them for the most part right like that's the cool part of a game like for me at least like it's kind of be more it has to be more than the sum of its parts in that way that i think a way that like is unique to games like i think that that is the thing that makes games cool is that they like can do all of the things that movies and music and stuff can do but also like you are interacting with it so i feel like that has got to all kind of be there um i was just listening to uh triple click another great video games podcast and they were doing their like top 10 games they'd recommend to people right now and they were trying to decide between like obra din or replacing that one with the case of the golden idol and their discussion was very similar to what we're talking about right now and that like case of the golden idol is probably mechanically more sound like it's 
better, the loop gets closed, it leaves less kind of up in the air. But Oberdin has so much style. Like, there's so much pizzazz on there. It's just like, what is this thing as you play it? And it, like, oh, it makes one quicker. I, at least for me, I totally agree to, like, recommend these experiences, air quote, uh, because they're just, like, they, they impact me. I don't know. They just, like, hit the lizard brain <laughs> better, right? Because there's, like, this whole thing built on top of it. Um, yeah. yeah. So I agree. Yeah, yes very long-winded yes i agree uh, what is an experience and what is a game right, exactly. what is anything yeah, yeah. What, what is it? <laughs> i mean yeah I'm, I'm a sucker too for like walking sims and stuff some of my favorite games are like gone home and you know uh even like the witness kind of has that as well um they're like dear ass there uh a bunch of these old yeah. like walk through the yeah, thing for sure um but, but no i think i think this one definitely um it's not too long um but it is very good. I think it'll enter into that same kind of echelon as like Limbo's and the Oberdins and some of those. Just like that was a really cool indie game. Like yeah. that was a, one that people should play. If you like, you know, if you like video games that do cool things, you should play this. You, and I think you know. Do you think this will yeah. have more kind of reach um, and prominence than like Limbo in Inside? I. I don't limbo is such a unique case i think because of the whole like xbox live arcade thing mm. of it all and like how many people played it just because of like the timing and all of that right um but i think it should be as big as <laughs> yeah i mean it's on game pass be, right like you, you, yeah you, which is kind of the modern equivalent it's a little more saturated now i yeah. suppose but I think that'll definitely help it reach more people if nothing yeah. else um and the fact that like it's reviewing very well um there was another game that came out not too long ago i think called like somerville mm. that was also kind of touted as like a um sort of like successor to those games i think that might have had some play dead people involved with it as well and it didn't review as well um it also launched on game pass but it didn't i didn't really hear as much about it so i think like hopefully positive word of mouth if nothing else will maybe um you know elevate this one anything else anything else you want to note on cocoon um nah it's good go play it i'd recommend it it's on everything i think it's on like switch and playstation it runs like super well on everything i've tried it's like very polished little it's not again there's like no options because it's just so i mean there's some there's some options but like it doesn't take you to the options menu you just hit start and you play and it's like very uh like inside and limbo and stuff it just kind of yeah kind of works yeah, it works great on Xbox. I can't verify the Switch port. The Switch ones are what I'd maybe a little iffy on, so <laughs> I, I gotta imagine it runs fine. But yeah. Um can't speak yeah, to no, it. No, def- definitely go check it out. Um yeah, highly highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Um if you like cocoon. Kind of cozy games, puzzle games, mystery games. Ones that make you think yeah. but also won't like cause you to pull your hair out too hard. Yeah. Um <laughs> I, I think it's like between eight and ten hours or something, if that. Like it doesn't seem like it's I, I was gonna say between like three and like five yeah, maybe it's like, maybe it's even shorter yeah so. um yeah cocoon check it out recommended yeah check it out two thumbs up mm-hmm. yeah uh okay should we do our minor update yeah so it's officially october um so whenever that happens i like to play spooky games mm. uh and so me and a few friends um, all recently picked up and tried out a game called Phasmophobia, which I, came out, I think, a while ago. It's not like a recent game. I think it's been out for at least a year. Two years? Two, yeah, it was, it was, two. yeah, I remember I remember some of the f- initial fervor. 
Yes. Um, so it's been out for a while, but it's been like continually updated, I think. They've been adding more and more stuff to it. But the quick pitch for this game is basically like ghost adventures or one of those like ghost hunter reality TV shows, but a game. So you are like, you know, four up to four investigators who are exploring like a haunted location or supposedly haunted location with like a variety of like classic, you know, ghost hunting gear. So you have like video recorders and like dot things that are supposed to show like spectral activity and like writing pads that like, you know, they'll move or whatever. And you're trying to like find activity in these haunted locations. And it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a fun game. Uh, the reason I wanted to bring it up is because um, of the cool way it does communication. And maybe maybe we'll do an episode on it eventually, so I won't harp on it too much right now. But um, it uh, when we talked about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. uh, we talked about like how it used like sound as like a gameplay mechanic, but it wasn't really like actually reflected in the sound of the game, right? right? right like right, it right. was more like visually, mm-hmm. it was like just a reason for things to happen, which is fine. It worked for that game. It was a good conscious decision. No, no issues there. Phasmophobia um, actually does kind of what we were talking about would be maybe an interesting thing for like a horror game to do where your communication between people um, is affected like by the gameplay. So yeah, in Phasmophobia, you have like a local talk and like a like a walkie-talkie. Mm-hmm. Um, and local talk will only work with people immediately around you. Yeah. The walkie-talkie lets you converse across like this whole map. But like ghosts can like interfere with like your walkie-talkies uh, and stuff. Yeah. And like it'll sometimes cut things out. And if you die, which you can die, like, ghosts can kill you in this game you just can't talk to anyone anymore. Like you're just gone. Yeah. <laughs> so you can like get past if you're using discord or something, but like when we've been playing, we've intentionally not been doing that because yeah, it's, it's way more fun to game. like try to like be right. talking. And then all of a sudden you can't hear someone. Yeah, you're yeah, like, wait, yeah, yeah. hello. Like what? Mm-hmm. Where, but and then like, so you're like in a van, everyone else is in the house and suddenly you don't hear anyone talking and you're like, Oh no. Like what, what happened to that? When you die, are you like, can you hear your teammates then when they talk? Yes. Yeah, excellent. You, you can still like hang around, <laughs> but you can no longer communicate with them. So you can like watch them try to like figure out what's going on. It's very entertaining. Um, and it does a lot of other really cool things with sound too. Um, so maybe we'll, we'll slide in for a future episode at some point, but um, I just thought that was a really cool, um, cool mechanic. And it was um, interesting just to see a game, you know, do that and kind of play with communication in that way um nice yeah so phasmophobia cool game um spooky game would recommend for halloween yeah i remember when that came out like people streaming it like it was uh people were into it yeah it's a good time yeah yeah cool mm-hmm. um my minor update is not a spooky game it is um another arpg called last epoch that i've played a little bit it's um I don't know the name of the studio or anything, but they're smaller. I remember that there's like a smaller company. Uh, it feels much more like kind of the an evolution of action RPGs of old. So it feels more like you're kind of playing an updated, like, you know, Diablo 2 or something versus like a direct competitor to something. that People, people kind of say it's between Path of Exile and like something much more arcadey like D4. Anyway, um... I've just been very impressed by, like, the score for this kind of little indie game that seems very, like, to have a very uh, wide, like, array of environments and stuff. But, like, everything I've encountered so far has been pretty well done. It doesn't, I won't say it's, like, super polished. Um, I don't know how intentional that is, but it just sounds very kind of organic and real in a way that a lot of games 
don't anymore. And again, I don't know if it's intentional or not, but a lot of uh, like, you know, acoustic instruments that just kind of sound like they were well recorded. Um, yeah, here, I got a quick little, this is just like a, um, like the first kind of little hub you get to. And I'm a sucker for a good hub music thing that you hear every time you get into town. <laughs> Good. It's not um, again nothing like nothing too crazy. But again, there's like a lot of variety here. There's a lot of voices, a lot of like singing and stuff in it too. But it all is like a foreign. I don't know if it's Latin or something they made up. But we've talked about this before. Like I'm not distracted by it because it's, it's not English that's distracting me. Um, yeah. yeah. So again, I, I don't know if I'd recommend getting into a game like Last Epoch just for the sound, but. If you're looking for another another ARPG to jump, jump into, there's some nice stuff there. The abilities and stuff all are pretty meaty and feel good as well. So, yeah, nice that's good stuff. Nice last epic epoch epoch yeah well, epoch last, that's how I say the word e p o c h but yeah cool. I heard good. I think I heard some pretty good stuff about that game. Yeah, yeah. a lot of D four nice. refugees are jumping over. Gosh, yeah. are things that dire? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm still playing both. Um, this last ebook isn't out yet. It's technically early access. Like the, the uh, launch, okay. I think, is at the end of this month or something. But um, it's only like 35 bucks too. So it's pretty easy to oh, nice. Pretty easy to check out. And at worst, you'll hear some nice music. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> gender locked classes. Nice meaty sound effects. If you're a person that's annoyed by gender locked classes, it's like like D2 and that like this is the character that is the warlock this is the mage like it's got that thing but uh, it's good cool 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 yeah nice um awesome well before we go um I do want to I want to preemptively announce our game we're doing next time just because it's our Halloween special <laughs> I guess I don't know um, I don't know if we're doing anything movie. to warrant it be a, being a special but sure yeah <laughs> Yeah. No, it's just a regular release. But the reason, well, I feel like we've been almost exclusively doing like recently released things mm-hmm. um, for which, which grand is a kind of a, just a 2023 problem. I feel like. The, like it's just been an yeah, insane year games. of new things coming out. Yeah. yeah all this time. Um, but we're finally breaking the cycle. We're going back in time uh, to Resident Evil 1. Resident yeah. Evil. Well, kind of resident evil one the remake of resident evil one that came out after resident evil originally did but that the remake is also now kind of a retro game at this point so um yeah that'll be our a couple weeks from now for our halloween near time episode going back sure we'll be we'll be talking about a lot of other horror games and scary games and stuff like that because we're both we're both kind of fans of the genre as well so if you're into that uh, stay tuned um yeah you can find us yeah. on octetpod.com uh if you want to get in touch uh discord.octetpod.com we'll get you to our discord um there's also a link to discord in the show notes and we are octetpod on all social media yeah cool yeah, yeah. so come say hi um come say hi that's that's <laughs> a wrap on cocoon Oh my god. Okay, I've got to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening. Until next yeah, time. Goodbye. <laughs>